Welcome to Speak. I'm Joy Taylor. Emmanuel Acho is out today. He'll be back with us tomorrow. Joined, as always, by Dave Hellman and LaShawn. 252 Live, McCoy and James Jones is joining us today. Welcome, James. Welcome aboard, sir. Good to have you. What's up, big dog? We've had a little fun in our pre-show meetings. We got a spicy show for you today. Also, I couldn't start with the monologue standing. I'm too short to jump into the chair. So we're going to be doing it at the desk today. But let's get started in Dallas, where Zach Prescott is set to return this Sunday for the 4-2 Cowboys. Cooper Rush, Super Cooper, led the team to a 4-1 record after Dak sustained a fractured thumb in Dallas' week one loss to the Bucks. So the Cowboys' $160 million man practice Wednesday and is expected to get the bulk of the first team reps today. So Dak is back. Shady. <laughs> Have the Cowboys' expectations changed for you since the beginning of the season? Hmm. Are you excited that Dak is back? I'm thrilled. Yeah, I cannot we wait. Are. Oh, you're not are waiting for this too? game. 100%. Okay, that's two of them. Anyway, oh, um, I, I would say yes, they have changed. I, I think with, with the Cowboys, we all expected that them guys would be just okay, right? Yeah, Dak is a top 15 quarterback, top right? Top 15. Ooh, 160, um, say top um, 15? Okay. Some, they had some injuries at the line. They, they had uh, Amari Cooper left. So we didn't think they would be, like, super good. We thought it would be okay. But sure enough, they're doing really, really well. I think a lot of it has to do with <clears throat> Cooper Rush, right? Cooper Rush going in there, doing a great job as a backup, and then that defense playing lights out and the Cowboys running the ball. So, yes, I think it's changed for me. Dave, sure. have your expectations changed since the beginning of the season? I'm really glad you're here. Yeah, man. yeah. I'm just <laughs> going to throw that, I'm just gonna throw that out there. No, I mean, ironically, I agree with Shady. They really have. And, and what you said is, is perfect because, look, we got to look at the Cowboys when Dak was healthy. They played 55 minutes with him, and they looked awful. I thought Amari Cooper leaving was going to be a drastic blow. It has been. The offensive line looked like a mess. And I didn't believe in the defense to the degree that I do now after five, six weeks of watching them ball out. This is a better team than I gave it credit for. I still – I worry about the offense. Like, this team is not going to lead the league in offense the way they did last year. I don't believe that. But with a defense like this, you upgrade the quarterback position drastically. Yeah, I think – you know, I came into the season thinking Cowboys were an eight- or nine-win team. I definitely – I think they can be better than that based on what we've seen, for sure. Well, James, this is your first time here with us. We <laughs> did not speak very highly of what our expectations for the Cowboys yeah. before the season. Yeah, and should. then certainly yeah. after week one, uh, Dave and I had the season over for the Cowboys. I wrote them off I don't completely. know if Shady was still yeah. off. I, I didn't write them off. Yeah. I said they still had Cooper Rush. <laughs> yeah, give, I, give, no, no, actually, that is when the belief in Cooper <laughs> I Rush. I said, give him a shot. Give him a shot. first Rush. one on the Cooper Rush bandwagon. Yeah. That is right. You did not sell them out because you had faith in Cooper. Yeah. But have your expectations. What were your expectations for the Cowboys? Yeah, I think, the I think this is the only them? part of the show that we're going to agree with Shady <laughs> on this side of the yeah. table, which is, which is all good, right? Because, no, we did not have these expectations for the Cowboys, right? Offensive line, not as good, right? Zeke, not as good anymore. Everybody's saying, you know, is it him or Pollard? Mari Cooper out of the building, their best receiver on their football team, gone. Right, so this defense, we did not know it was going to look like this. We did not know Micah Parsons was going to be defensive player of the year is what he's looking like. Lawrence Taylor, you know, out Harris there looking, looking up. like that. But at the same time, with all that being said, we didn't know that they were going to look like this, right? Dak goes down, right? Cooper Rush comes in, throws for 100 Saves yards the a game. game. Saves throws the day. Throws for 100 yards a game, and we see how good this defense is. 
And this defense, Demarcus Lawrence, Micah Parsons, getting after the quarterback, playing really well, getting takeaways, scoring on defense, right? It's an elite defense that can lead you into the playoffs, into the Super Bowl. And now you get your superstar quarterback back in the building in Dak Prescott, who makes this team 1,000% better than Cooper Rush does, superstar. right? Whether he won ah, or not, right? So... With that being said, this team has an opportunity to go chase a championship now. That's the type of caliber team the Dallas Cowboys are, right? Defense travels. You have a big-time defense. You have a quarterback. Now, one thing that they did get with Cooper Rush coming into the game, right? Kellen Moore did a really good job of really simplifying a lot of things. We are going to run it, right? We are going to run it, and when it comes third down, we'll get ourselves in really good situation, play situational football, and throw the ball. That don't need to change just because Dak Prescott, $160 million guy coming in there. Do not get pass happy and let him sit in the pocket and let these pass rushers come get him because the O-line is not that. Keep the same formula, run it, ball out of hands. This team really good. So, I think they have changed, and it's it's kind of crazy. Now, I don't – there's nothing in this cup, so there's no Cowboys <laughs> juice in there. Oh, there's something over there. There's something over there. Cowboy gum. You got your gum? No, man. I was making sure earlier. Cowboy sugar going around. But it, it is because we didn't have high expectations from the season. I wrote them off with Dave after week one. It looked like the season was over. They looked so bad. And that's kind of what – They looked so yeah, bad, they man. They, they looked, looked awful. Do you know the numbers? Week one. I'll, I'll give you the numbers. Week one. Dak Prescott, the top ten quarterback. Playing you guys. a really good defense. Wait one second. One second. <sighs> He had 134 yards, yep. zero touchdowns. I know. I can't, I can't wait. Oh, he did have one that. pick. We're putting that stat line. He put three points and he took an L. This so I don't know if you knew the numbers. I don't know if you knew it. Sorry, Joe. Everybody's been struggling week one, though. Tom had one touchdown pass. Just oh, one more than that. W. W. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Plenty of Tom and Aaron later. But no, it was it was bad, and there were also injuries outside of Dak Prescott. It was very bleak. But that's kind of what is, is crazy to me because normally with the Dallas Cowboys, all of us, except for Dave, of course, who don't have to really follow the, the Cowboys hype, which I guess, Dave, you don't have to, you don't have to be excited about. I try not to, but when you're just that invested, it's, you, you got to <laughs> do what you got to do. So it usually feels like fools go whole. But, James, to your point, the things that they're doing travel and they last – and they look consistent, mm -hmm. which is which is interesting to me. But you dropped the Super Bowl contender oh, line, yeah. so we have to go back to that. Let's talk about you it. You think that the Dallas Cowboys are Super Bowl contenders? I think the Dallas Cowboys are Super Bowl contenders with this defense, with Dak Prescott coming back. If they can stay healthy on the defensive side of the ball and do what they've been doing on the offensive side of the ball, they are Super Bowl contenders. I know he's a Cooper Rush fan. If Dak Prescott is in that Eagles game, the Eagles lose that ball game to the Dallas game? Cowboys with Dak Prescott under center. The way that defense came out in the second half and played, the many opportunities they gave Cooper Rush, three takeaways they got on Cooper Rush. Dak is not throwing them balls the way Cooper Rush was throwing them against the Eagles. Then you got to account for Dak Prescott's legs as well. You got to play them a little different. This is a Super Bowl caliber team if they can stay healthy. Now, you're, you're high on Cooper Rush, not so much yeah. on Dak, but what do you think about – Super Bowl contentions. I'm not ready to go that no, far. No, yeah. I, I, I would say this. I, I think he has a point. He's getting somewhere. I, I think um, just just getting there, right? Like last year, the the the, the Rams, right? They they were Super Bowl. They won Super Bowl, and they were like the fourth seed. Yeah. So just I think just getting to the playoffs is is that's that's the main step. Just getting there. Got to punch a ticket, and everybody can have a chance. So he, he's right, I guess, of having a chance. Hey, look, we all have chances, right? I mean, <laughs> I have a chance to make it in, in NFL again, right? I'm retired for what two yeah. years. I have a chance. <laughs> They have a chance. So you're telling me there's a chance. You're telling me there's a chance. So my thing is, they do have a shot. Great defense. We have a great defense and a solid running game. You always have a chance. So I'm being funny, but he's right.
Well, you're, you're not going to hear me say that just for whatever. Uh, no, I can't. That's I can't just past experience. Well, that's just past experience. I can't because do we've it. seen what they do in the postseason. Yeah. So to that's me, what, well, what, what they do? <laughs> lose. They lose. That's what it's about. They lose. They lose. Now they do. They do like to get to the postseason. Right. So it's not that they don't make it there. But Jerry said at the beginning of the season, the standards for this year is to make noise in the postseason. That's what right. Was, what was the viable? Viable. Viable, Viable in, in the, the playoffs. Postseason. To me, at least with Dallas like Cowboys, that. means winning a game. Got to win a game. Gotta in the postseason. That. So Dak returns to a team that went 4-1 with backup Cooper Rush. So is there extra pressure on Dak Prescott now, Dave? There has to be. And, and no, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy you're here, James. I, I mean, <laughs> he is a definitive, a, a definitive upgrade over Cooper Rush. He always has been. But Cooper Rush just won four out of five games. Mm. The guy that's making 600 k who had only started one game in his career, he did. I mean, you were kind of kidding, Shady, but like he did save the season. He did because like if they lose every game, if he if they lose every game that he starts, we're not leading the show with the Cowboys. We're no. not doing it. Uh, so knowing that, knowing that a much lesser quarterback won four or five games, puts a ton of pressure on Dak because if it like he, I mean, he has to win. But even if he wins and looks eh, doing it. It's going to be a talking point. See, I, I disagree with that. But he's Cooper Rush, and this is Dak Prescott. I disagree with that. I think at the end of the day, the wins and losses are all that matters. That's Style right. points are That's important right. when you're trying to get a contract. Style points are important in a, in a close game, in a Josh Allen-Patrick Mahomes matchup. It's a rivalry. But wins and losses, especially for the Cowboys at this point in the season, coming off of the performances right. that Cooper has had, which, Dave, you and I have talked about a lot, the numbers aren't spectacular, right. but what they weren't were inefficient and what they weren't were mistakes. Yeah. So to me, Dak doesn't have to look spectacular or special. He just has to not mess it up. I agree to a point, and, and for the record, like inside the building, of course, the coaching staff and the players and people that work at the facility, all that matters is winning. But this is the biggest, most polarizing team in all of football. And if Dak... He it, like he can get by with looking okay, but like if, if you're turning the ball over, if you're missing open receivers as a forty million dollar quarterback, it's gonna create chatter. I've lived in that city when the Cowboys were winning eleven games with Dak when he was playing great as a rookie. There was constant chatter back and forth. Would this team be better off with Tony Romo? Would they be better off with Dak Prescott? I don't think it's going to be the same of, like, should they put Cooper Rush back in there? I don't think anybody's going to go that far, except maybe Hold Shady. Up. Except maybe Shady. But it's, it's, it's no, an issue. Shady. But, no, the expectations <laughs> and the, the happiness change when you're talking about a $40 million no, we, this, quarterback. This, this, we're not even going to let Shady go. No, 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 no. no, 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 no this is what I was, see, y'all don't want, nobody wants to keep it real on the show, oh, but I got to do it. America, I got to do it. First of all, Yes, I, I do think that I – I won't say Dak is a way better quarterback than Cooper Rush. I'll say he's more experienced. He's more experienced. Bigger playbook, Shady. right? Oh, bigger game plan. I get that. Cooper Rush, he's new at it. This is what I will say, though. It's real pressure, though. Let me tell you about these Dallas fans, right? Let's say Dak goes out there and he loses two games in a row. Oh, my God. Every uh, freaking um, uh, media platform, every show, we're going to talk about it. Yes. If the Dallas Cowboys are in trouble, they need to go back to Cooper Rush. So – Yes, it's going to be major, major pressure for this guy. And then, and, and one thing about Dallas Cowboys, because I've been playing them for quite some time, so I know how they operate. If they win two, three games in a row, oh, my God, they're a Super Bowl contender. <clears throat> Sorry. <sighs> if they lose two in a row, you oh, my God, we, we got to fire Mike McCarthy. So let's not get crazy. Dallas Cowboys, they create pressure just being that type of franchise. I yeah. completely agree with you. So if he doesn't do well, there's no Cooper Rush, get ready. Nah, so that ain't happening. Who, who, who was your backup in Philly? When you when you was cooking and you was bad. who was your back? I had quite a few. <clears throat> um, just give me one because if a you, real a real good one or just like a good one, a solid one. 
Darren Sproles is my okay, best backup. Okay, so, so now if you go down and Darren Sproles come in there and he has 200-yard games. Oh, it's different, though, because Sproles no, is a lot no, better than no. Cooper Rush. And I'm a way lot better than, than, than Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Let's, get, let's Dak do somebody Prescott else. Dak Prescott signed $160 million because he's a quarterback that can no, take no, no, you no, no, to no. the Super Bowl, bro. It's the market. No, bro. That, we, we watch every year quarterbacks showed that. No, 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 no. no. We, every year we watch Dak quarterbacks. Dak Prescott has thrown 500, 400, 300. Like, he had the number one scoring offense. Like, Dak has showed that he is that guy at the quarterback position. And it ain't even close comparison so to Cooper Rush, bro. You don't think that's that's disrespect to Dak saying oh, Cooper Rush I'm is on Dak Prescott level. I didn't say you that. You don't think that yes, that's you did. I said more, I said with more time. Dak now Kennedy. because of what Cooper has done, though? No. And, I, and, and consider that it is the Dallas Cowboys. I don't, and the reason why I say that is because you said a very good point. You said Jerry Jones says we got to make noise where? Playoffs. In the playoffs, right? So this regular season stuff means nothing. If Dak, like you said, if Dak goes out there and he throws for 50 yards and they win, it's a W. It doesn't matter how he look. The only thing that matters for Dak and the pressure that's on Dak is when you get into the playoffs with this really good team and really good defense, and you don't deliver us a playoff win, that's the pressure when pressure's on deck. Right now, beating the don't Detroit Lions and beating the Chicago Bears, I think, is they next to. That's not no pressure on Dak Prescott. The pressure is when you get into these playoffs and get ready to go. And if you are a Cowboys fan and you do lose one of these games and you say Cooper Rush, you are tripping. Hey, George, before, <laughs> Straight up, before we go to the next segment, I just want to ask this guy one question. You tripping. This guy right to the left. You, you're saying disrespect will be on the same level, right? You said yes, that. because you whoa, compare whoa, 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 Cooper quick, Rush to Dak this. Prescott. That's disrespectful, bro. That, he's not on Dak level. Dak Prescott was once Cooper Rush. He's once but playing at a way higher level than Cooper Rush. Go ahead, you're looking I, at the eyeball test. Cooper Rush is winning throwing for 100 yards. <laughs> Joy, I'm, Dak I'm didn't done. take Romo's spot going for 100 yards. All Dak took Romo's spot. All I'm going to say is if they lose to the Lions and the Bears, it's going to be mayhem in Dallas no matter what. What that contract is. It's going to be postseason. Coming up, the Packers are already two games back in the NFC North. No way. And now Aaron Rodgers is playing through a thumb injury. So we'll tell you if we're concerned about Green Bay next on Speak. You got a little thumb? Oh, I got a little thumb. Here we go. Hey, Rod. Welcome back to Speak. The rumor mill has started spinning around Christian McCaffrey's future in Carolina. The Panthers running back was asked about his future and had this to say for himself. himself. Speak up. Hopefully I can too. Keeping that away from me, you know, that's that's out of my control. I'm trying to control everything I can control. And that's, you know, having a great meeting here next. And right now I'm Carolina Panther and giving my all to this, this place. All right, so we know things are bleak in Carolina Bad. <laughs> right now. But he is a very talented player. Yes, Jake, he is. Where would you think it would be the best landing spot for him if he was to, to leave Carolina? I, I, would, I would like to see him um, maybe the Bills. Mm. Gosh, you're trying to send the Bills straight to the shit. I mean, I'm saying the Bills Ooh. would be a great move for him. Absolutely. Um, that's probably my, my best one, Bill. I would like to see him go to Kyle Shanahan in the 49ers. I Ooh, think you put man. him with Jimmy Ooh. G in that offense and Debo Samuels and George Kittle. Uh, the way Kyle Shanahan draws up plays, I think the Niners could get cooking on that side of the ball. I promise Shady and I didn't talk about this, but hey, Bills, oh, man. Josh Allen's your leading rusher. Maybe go get a running back. What did the Rams say last year? F them picks? <laughs> F them picks. F them picks. Oh, man. Go win yeah. a championship. Get Listen. Christian McCaffrey on that team. Hoarding is not my style. 
and hoarding draft picks when you're in a Super Bowl when window you, is weird. This is their year. Yeah, they got a shot. Just we'll go it. all in. Don't I'm, do I'm, it. I'm with you there. Also, I don't love Josh Allen being the the, the leading rusher. Like he can be yeah, a bad man. Player. It's only it's only he by is, a yard. He is, but you don't want but your quarterback doing that. No, yeah. you're right. You're right. Oh, and and taking all that wear and tear. Nah. But he's doing it without season. a lot of rushes though. He's only picking and choosing when to tote it. Yeah, but I mean, it ain't like he's running it 25 times. Only thing he gets though. He do. He's a big boy though. Josh tough. Yeah. So that's the only thing is like it's some little hits, right? You're on the ground and a guy from the back comes yeah, with a little knee in the back. You're like, oh. Yeah. So a little stuff like that. All right, well, let's move on to Green Bay. Uh-oh. Uh, not literally, though, because it's probably really cold already. But not only did the Packers lose at home to the Jets on Sunday, but their quarterback and cornerstone, Aaron Rodgers, suffered a thumb injury. Mm-hmm. Rodgers is expected to practice today and tomorrow. He said he'll be, quote, Ready to go on Sunday on the road against the Commanders. So, we have James Jones here, former Packer. Knows his team well. How concerned are you? Well, we'll start with the Packers first. How concerned <laughs> are you about the Packers? Yeah, that's my dog. Number one, the thumb going to be fine. It got to be all right because I am concerned, right? I'm, I'm looking at this Packers football team and rooting for them, being a former Packer. I'm, I'm looking at the TV like, what is going on, right? This is... We can't stop the run. We can't make plays down the field, explosive plays, right? We're talking about the play calling and all that. Like, I'm concerned, right, because we're not moving the ball on the offensive side of the ball, and we're not stopping nobody on the defensive side of the ball. You know what that equals, Shady? Hells. Yeah. <laughs> you got what I'm saying? That's what they're getting right now. So until some of that changes, right, and you lost against the Giants and the Jets, right, two teams that – you should have won those games. That's why you they came went, back. They winning, though. They but winning, that's, though. That's why you came back from London and we got to pick our team. We said, give us the Jets, right? Because right. that should be an easy W for us, right? And you give up those two games, right? So I'm concerned right now. And if we lose to the Commanders, is I'm, I'm panic mode because <laughs> I don't really know what's going to happen with this football team right now because, like I said, if you can't stop the run or you can't create explosive plays or what we're not doing right now, you're not going to have a lot of success. Yeah, I think the explosive plays is something that's really concerning because that's what you think of when you think of Aaron Rodgers, and they have not been able to do that. Statistically, all season, it's been a problem. And that's what worries me about the Packers is because we've talked about a lot of this with the Bucks, and I'm sure that's going to pop up at some point in yeah, this yeah. segment. But they have the talent there that we've seen them win with before. Yeah. And the injuries that they've had, they're back now. Yeah. So at least – it's there in the building. I don't know what can change within the building. Now, Randall Cobb, a guy that he trusts very much, is now out for a few weeks. Oh, for a minute. So th- this, is a, this is panic mode. Now, to me, I didn't have high expectations for yeah. the Packers going into this year because I think losing a player like Devontae Adams, you can't replace in bulk. Mm-mm. And that seems to be what they yeah. tried to do. And for a team like the Packers, yeah. I don't think that was going to work. The Chiefs I had more faith in, and it's, you know, so far I've been right. But – Dave, I, 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 how I, I, concerned I, I, are you about the Packers? No, I'm I'm super concerned, and honestly, I I I picked the Cowboys or the excuse me the Packers to get to the Super Bowl. There you oh, go. I like oh, how you said that. Very low. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not gonna. Oh, I mean, I can't. Mumbling. I can't change up. It's it's a matter of record. But I'm I'm concerned about it, and we talked about it with the Cowboys. I thought the Packers' defense could carry them while they figured this out. Like you go down the list of names, man. Kenny Clark, Preston Smith, Jair Alexander. The, name, the list goes on, on and on. Yeah. They haven't looked like that. Oh, like, yeah. they have not looked like a unit that can carry a bad offense. And that's the thing. The offense was bad before Aaron hurt his thumb. It wasn't good. I mean, he's, he's trying to teach young draft picks how to do this all at once. Randall Cobb, I got to know him in Dallas, one of my favorite guys that I've covered in the league. Oh, wow. He's not Randall Cobb from 2011, 2012, 2013. Like, he's not that player anymore. So even when he comes back, 
I don't know that that's enough juice to pick this offense up. I, and then on top of that, the thing that scares me the most probably is before the season, you look at this and you're like, Bears, Lions, forget about it. Right. Packers can mess around, win nine games, and yeah. still win this division. Vikings are 5-1. and one. Playing good, too. Playing really good really football. Good. Yeah. So now you're sitting here thinking, like, all right, are the Packers even, like, do they have a chance to win this division? I'm not writing that off yet, but if the Vikings keep stacking wins like this, they've already beaten the Packers, by the way, so they're halfway to the tie break. That's dicey, man. Like, I don't feel good about it at all. Yeah, but this should, this should be good. This is good for the Packers, though. Since Coach LaFleur has been there, it's been peaches and cream. 13-3. and three. First round, bye in the playoff. Everything been good. It's a little adversity now. Y'all getting y'all butts kicked. You know, it's a little <laughs> adversity, right? So, interviews is changing and all that. Coaches is coming out. Players is coming out, right? It's, it's problems in there, basically, is what everybody's saying, right? This is good, right? Find your way, and you got to figure out a way to make some plays. Joy, I, I'm, I'm missing something here. They, they, they told us why they're, they're concerned, but they didn't say the main reason why they're concerned. I didn't hear nobody say nothing about Aaron Rodgers. I said the offense and the defense. I didn't hear nothing about Aaron Rodgers, Can't number 12. Run, no explosive plays. First of all, the number one defense against the pass, right? They're number five in defense total. Okay? That's because teams ain't passing shady. They running. I just, just want to, in this show, we let each other go in peace. Okay? All right? You knew this show? We go in peace. Let me go, brother. They not passing. First of all, nobody said nothing about Aaron Rodgers yet. So everybody picking at you. That's his problem. He gets all these passes. They go to playoffs, number one seed, they lose. Wow. Nobody says nothing about Aaron Rodgers. Well, I'm going to say it today. Wow. When I watch Aaron Rodgers, he don't look the same. He's holding the ball. He's looking to get tackled, looking to get sacked. When I watch him, he's not, he's not, his, his eyes not even downfield. I've never seen Aaron Rodgers not look downfield. That's true. He's looking at the rush. He's looking, he's looking to get sacked. So, yes, I think the young receivers are an are, are issue. They're young. I mean, it don't help that my all-star um, superstar quarterback, my GOAT, Talks bad about me in the media, right? We're supposed to be gelling together and camp. That's what camp's for. But that's one part. But the second part is he's not playing well with himself. So before we start uh, picking players and, and pointing the finger, let's start with Aaron Rodgers. He is not playing well. Yeah, Do we so all agree with that? Yeah, no, okay. Okay. So, so, so now we can go with all, all these excuses about the coach, defense. All right, let's talk about 12 is not playing rank well. Rank the reasons why the Packers are 500 and, like, where do you put Aaron Rodgers on that list? For example. He's not at the top when, of mine. When, 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 he's not at the top the, of yours? No. When, when they had he's Aaron Rodgers. When, when, Deva, when Devontae Adams left, right, yeah. I said, dang, man, he's going to miss A-Rod. Yeah. A-Rod, we put him in the category with the, with the Tom Brady's where he can play with anybody. Yeah. He can win with anybody. And he's because he showed you that. I really watched. He can't. He needs Devontae Adams more than Devontae Adams needs him, and it shows. All them easy uh, out, out third down outlets, you know, them, them back shoulder throws, he, that was all Devontae Adams. DA, DA all, all them catches between two defenders and all that crazy stuff, that's him. He needs him more than, D, than Devontae Adams. is special, and I'll never disagree with you on that. That's the obvious. But Aaron Rodgers has been out there with zero people at that wide receiver position mm. and has balled out. And the reason why a lot of people took them to go to the Super Bowl is because when Devontae well, was out, they either. have been 7-0 and without Devontae Adams on the football field, right? Because of the guy that you're saying ain't playing well in 12. He went out there and made everybody around him look special. He's not playing well right now. Thank you. He is looking at the rush because he don't trust those guys down the football field. I've been in a room with Randall Cobb and Jordy Nelson and Donald Driver and Greg Jennings, right? Greg knew where we was going to be. I mean, A-Rod knew where we was going to be, when we was going to be, and we all all ran our routes different. We ball. knew the offense was going to go like this. Like, we acted like a surprise, like we thought this offense was going to go like this without D.A. We knew it was going to go like this because they was going to have to fit in some Sammy Watkins and some new receivers and all that. Now everybody looking like, what's going on? No, we knew it was going to be like this. But what, like you said, what we didn't know is this defense was going to give up five yards of carry. <laughs> 
Yeah, you said number one against the pass because teams is running the ball. Number five defense. Number five defense. Number five defense. My my issue with the the Packers situation right now, though, is to Shady's point because I feel this way as well. We give Aaron a lot of praise, which is due. He's back to back MVP. He's extremely talented. One of the greatest throwers of the ball. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's it's true. He's he is incredibly talented. But when you see a team in a situation like the Packers are in this year, with some Super Bowl level expectations, which they should be. Yeah. Matt LaFleur, Boy Wonder, 13 and 3, back to back years, you know, buys and home field advantage and all of that stuff. It's, it's all wonderful, back to back MVPs, all that. But the, the performances aren't there in the postseason. And my question is with this team, the way that they're playing, and particularly with a guy that we always elevate in Aaron Rodgers, is he going to be able to elevate this team to a place where they're mm. a contender? Because they were. Incredible last year, and did the same at the same performance in the postseason the Dallas Cowboys. To did. be honest with you, Joy, looking at the way the Packers is playing, I don't even know we need to be talking postseason right now. And that's straight mm-hmm. up. Like they gotta find. Hey, Ron, not in the playoffs. Huh? They gotta find. No way. They gotta find ways to win games, and 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 I'm and that's that's just real deal. Like you gotta yeah. find ways to win. Like playoff talk shouldn't even be in the locker room right now. It shouldn't even be in the coaches' meetings. None of that. We gotta find ways to win game. Are we not gonna be in the playoffs? We not gonna win the division the way the Vikings is playing, and you're gonna find yourself at home. Well, the Vikings, they did lose to somebody, though. Who they lose to? Who they lose to? <laughs> the Eagles. Dave, do you, the blame, Eagles. do you blame Aaron Rodgers for the Packers' struggles? Aaron Rodgers deserves some blame. He's the But court, you said he, he's, he, he's not the top one in the top three. No, he's Can not. Can be a percentage, Dave? Can be the low percentage? Like 60, 70, I don't know. Like 80. Like 25. 25. Like a, a healthy chunk, but not the whole. Dude. The thing that the thing that the thing that bothers me about the Packers, James would know this. Again, I made the joke about the Bills. Go get Christian McCaffrey. The Rams, f them picks. Packers have been on the cusp of being a Super Bowl oh, yeah. team for three years, and they just run it back. And I hate to compare them to the Cowboys because the Cowboys can't even make it to NFC title games and stuff like that. But the Cowboys are the same way. They just try to recycle it, and they're like, "Oh, we'll we'll just draft really well. We'll get a Micah Parsons every year." Christian Watson, he'll just be Devontae Adams right away. Never mind the fact that it took Devontae Adams like three or four years Absolutely. to become a stud. Absolutely. But that's what, that, like, they're not doing that. They, they have not, whether it's free agency, whether it's trades, whether it's taking bigger swings in the draft, not drafting quarterbacks when you have Aaron Rodgers on your roster, mm-hmm. not waiting till the second round to get receivers. They haven't, they, they've invested in their own line, but even, you know, David Bakhtiari is not a young guy anymore. Elton Jenkins was drafted three, four years ago at this point. Like, they haven't spent significant resources on the offensive line in a while. And I get it. The defense looks good on paper anyway because of where they spent that. But Different defense. Sorry. Yeah, I, just, that. I, don't, I don't think the Packers have done as much as they could have to surround Aaron Rodgers with talent no, over I the last four agree. or five they years. Are, they are very conservative when it comes to that. And, and for the most part, I've been on Aaron Rodgers' side like with that all that because the, every other team will be aggressive. The Rams, they got a, a bank account in the Caymans or yeah. something. I don't know why they can pay everybody. I will say it's worth pointing. Everybody is aggressive. You have to be in this day and age, in my opinion, with how much parity there is. I will say for a long time, I really, I was like, Aaron Rodgers, throw whoever you want to out there and he's going to play like an MVP. That's what we all thought. That's what we all thought. At the very least, I can bring, I can, I can get some harmony here because like at this stage in his career, he might not be at that level anymore. He was. I really believe he we're was. We're talking about right now, right? We're talking about right, right now. Right today. And we all agree with that. Right today. Because yeah. back then, I'm like, yo, you can play anybody out there. So how much is on Aaron Rodgers? 
80. 80%. I would 12? say. That's a lot, and, of, and, that's a lot of damn good defenders. Gonna, 50 million dollars a year? I'm going to say, I'm gonna say 60, 60, Aaron, 30, Coach. Get the rest to yeah. everybody else. I'll, I'll get, you get the most praise. Yeah. You get back-to-back MVP. Yeah. We're always talking about Aaron Rodgers in this, this, in this yeah. uh, air up here. I think you got to elevate no matter who's on the field yeah. with you. I'll give, I'll give you 50%. Because we know how bad of a man he is. I appreciate right? that. Be, find, be a way, find a way to lead you your go. team to victories, yeah. and we've seen him do it time and time again. <laughs> Speaking of Philadelphia, despite the Eagles' undefeated record, what, Shady? Undefeated? He's a, he a bad man. Undefeated. Some folks in the football world aren't sold on Jalen Hurts. The Ringers' top quarterback list had Hurts as the what? 13th best quarterback in the league. Wow. Behind the likes of Kirk Cousins and Trevor Lawrence. And Shady, one spot ahead of Geno Smith. Wow. Is that real? Yes. That's not real. Geno Smith's balling this year. Hold up. (laughs) Is Jalen Hurts being disrespected? Disrespect is not even the word. How do you want to have Dak Prescott number seven? The last time Dak played in 134 yards. This is how we do on speak. No touchdowns in a pick. You know what? Who wrote this list? Jerry Jones? Jerry. <laughs> Jerry wrote this list. First of all, Kirk Cousins, mm. he came to Philadelphia. N- not only did Jalen Hurts play better than him, outdo him, outperform him, we put him in the dirt. Boom, we buried him, sent him home. That's their only loss. Who else on that list? Let me, Josh Allen. Okay, I get that. Josh Patrick Moore, Tom Brady. Josh Aaron Rodgers. Listen, oh. Aaron's, hold on, hold on, let me finish. Shady. Aaron Rodgers is obviously a better quarterback. Than Jalen Hurts. Okay. But we're talking about playing. He's playing like an MVP player right now, MVP quarterback. Are we serious? He's the only undefeated player or team, well, player on the whole list. Throw the whole list away. Throw the whole thing away. <laughs> yeah, serious. Uh, I'm talking to the I'm Kirk talking cousins. To, I am talking to the guy who relies on the eye test. The lead is set. That's yes. what Shady tells me. Eye test, eyeball test. Shady tells me every day the eyeball test. Like you watch it and look. I, I have nothing against <sighs> Jalen Hurts. I really don't. He's a hell of a player. And, Joy, you make a wonderful point when we talk about this in the production meetings. Like, the ability to run is a good thing. Like, it does not mean that you're bad at football. It doesn't mean you're a bad quarterback. Lamar Jackson's the best running quarterback in the league. He's won an MVP best doing ever. it. There's nothing wrong with that. But when I think about quarterbacks, I think basically, like, if I'm trying to rank quarterbacks, how well do you play off of the script? That is what I'm thinking about. Like, when the defense has a great plan for you, when they take away your first read or they neutralize your ability to keep the ball and run, all that type of stuff, what do you do? How well do you do it? That's what I think about. Jalen uh, Jalen Hurts is playing great. I have seen nothing from the Eagles this year that leads me to believe that he can do that type of stuff better than any of these guys. I mean, go down. obviously, we're not arguing Josh Allen, Mahomes. We're not arguing Lamar, Brady, Rodgers. Joe Burrow, we sure. saw what he did improvising to Joe get. Joe Burrow. We should, we should he, he improvised he that entire playoff. All right, that's really not the point. My, my point is I need to see Jalen Hurts play better off script. To this point, nobody can stop the Eagles running game. He's part of that one. He's part of he is, no, and, and that's that, But, again, like what happens when that gets taken away? I don't know the answer to it, and that's why I'm totally fine with this list. Well, my man's hands is like this on the screen behind us, and it's a reason why, because what else does he have to show y'all? Mm. What, what else does he have to – I'm assuming this list is off of this year. That's why Trevor Lawrence is on that list, right? Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. That's why, that's why Kirk Cousins is on that list, right, playing solid football. But this kid right here has his team 6-0. 
right? And he is the biggest reason why. I know the defense is playing well, but he's the biggest reason why this team is 6-0. It's with his legs. Shady, can't nobody stop the Philadelphia Eagles offense. And it's all say it again. About, say, say, like say it again. Say it again. Rodgers, say it again. It's all about the guy under center. Say it again. This guy is putting his team on his back in every play. When you talk about throw the ball, you're talking about running the ball, this kid is doing it all right now. And I understand Josh Allen is up there, Patty Mahomes is up there, but if we're talking this season, this, this season, he needs to be up there with them boys because he is playing MVP caliber football, and that is why his team is 6-0. and Everybody is always coming out with something saying what else they need to see from Jalen Hurts. He's showing you every week what type of quarterback he is, and y'all still trying to find something. He should this be three. crazy. He should he be should three. definitely be in the top ten. I will top put him three. under Aaron. I'm fine. I'm if, if y'all want to put him in the top ten, I'm not going to argue. I, w- I would take Jalen Hurts over Kirk Cousins right now, for sure. I absolutely would. If we're talking about this year, which obviously, to James' point, we are talking about this year because we wouldn't have Trevor Lawrence ranked at nine if we were talking about last year. Last year was a disaster in Jacksonville. We know that. So if if we're talking about this year, I I also agree he has to be at three. Not only is he undefeated, to James' point, he is the reason – why they're at they are where they are i'm not gonna put him above josh allen of course right i'm not gonna put him above patrick mahomes nope. of course but we're not talking about talent we're not talking about all-time legacy we're not talking about a uh, resume obviously you could make an argument for a lot of these guys who are ahead of him except for trevor lawrence i, I really think you know that's a little tough i think we're, we're uh, i think Kirk people are blinded by where trevor lawrence was drafted maybe not blinded but like people are giving him the benefit but this like, year but to, but i really want visit what James said because that's that's really the point that I've been saying about Jalen Hurts even before this year I I don't like that we keep moving the goalposts on young quarterbacks that are mobile every year at the draft I gotta find a dull fat quarterback you can't have a guy that just sits in the pocket like a statue those days are over and then you get a guy that can run and it's like well I don't know can he stay in the pocket I don't know if he can deliver it he's got to stay there and take those hits Wait for the rush and deliver it and then take the hit. Like, what do you want? Jalen Hurts is not a guy who's just bailing on the pocket. That I understand. That I can't stand. If you're a young quarterback and the, your first instinct is to run, that is a little worrisome. You do have to learn how to be able to stay in the pocket and deliver the ball because you're not going to be able to run every single time. To your point, you're going to run into defenses that make it difficult. I can't think of a defense that could make it more difficult than the Dallas Cowboys, and I just watched him do it. Right. So it's not that I think he, we're written into contract conversations or, you know, you know, does he need to win a Super Bowl? We all know what the standards are for quarterbacks in this league. I just don't understand what else Jalen has to do because he is throwing the ball well also. Yes, it's not is. that he's just running. He's in fifth in passer rating, eighth in passing yards. His accuracy has gone up tremendously this year. Like, and he can run. And he can, can run the ball. You, you right. do not put a guy – an MVP conversation and then say he's not in the top 10 when you right. talk about quarterbacks this, this right. season, right? This is totally disrespect to Jalen Hurts and what he has accomplished and what he's doing over there in Philly is disrespectful. See, I, I disagree. Respectfully, of course. Oh, he's a cowboy guy. So, what's your I, I, look, I, like, I like, I think the world of Jalen Hurts. I've been following his career since he was so in for, Alabama. So, for me, I think you're talking. Don't sound like that at all. You off, but I think you're talking more of it like, if I'm a receiver, do I want to play? And, and that's not only that. Oh, all right. So here, when we're talking about winning, right. and playing at a high level. Absolutely, he is playing at a wonderful level. The Eagles are undefeated. They deserve that respect. He is a huge part of it. When I'm talking about ranking the quarterbacks, this is where I come from as a writer. Who's okay. Never played the position, okay. by the way. I never was a writer. So. Same thing. To be at the top of one of these lists, you have to be scheme proof. You have, like, regardless, I'll plug you into 32 rosters and you will play well. You can make every throw. You can do what you need to do. You can 
That's Kirk Cousins and Trevor Lawrence? No, and that's why I said I put him over oh. Kirk Cousins. I think that's the rest of these guys, though. I think the rest of the guys that are above Justin Hurts on the list, uh, Justin Hurts, Jalen Hurts on the, on the list we're looking at, <laughs> Are, you're talking about scheme-proof quarterbacks, the guy where it's like you don't need to be dialing it up perfectly. You don't need to have everything laid out, make the reads as easy as possible. That's why we're not arguing whether he deserves it. Like, notice, notice the Eagles are 6-0. and Yeah. We're not like we're like, well, yeah, he's not better than Pat or Josh. Like, if, nobody's if, saying that. If I'm, a nobody's saying that. if I'm a defensive coordinator, I would rather prepare for Kirk Cousins, Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, Dak Prescott, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, before I got to prepare for Jalen Hurts. That is what he's presenting right now. What coverage are we going to get into because he could tote it? What coverage are we going to get into because he can throw the ball as well, right? And, he, and he's showing that, and that is why the Eagles are 6-0 and right now, and that is why their offense cannot be stopped. I mean, that screams top 10. I mean, and, and I get what you're saying, Dave. I, I truly do. But I feel like all these quarterbacks, they, they have, like, schemes, right? Like, the only two quarterbacks – that I see that plays without the scheme is Patrick Mahomes. He he goes off script a lot, right? And then Josh Allen. Lamar get off. No, 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 no. Lamar is in a scheme. I play for Greg Roman. He needs some type of quarterbacks, right? Yeah. And that scheme. I think they're holding Lamar back a little bit because Lamar can throw the ball. Yeah. But that type of scheme as front base, they, they're the only guys that still use fullbacks and big blocking tight ends. So yeah. most of the guys you're talking about, those are guys that are in scheme. Yeah. My thing with Jalen Hurts is like, who cares about that? Listen. He didn't ask to come to Philadelphia. We asked him to come here. So we bring him here, and he's executing the offense the way they want it done. He's balling. And that's – And Ray, last point, because I'm not trying to come at you. I'm coming at the world whoever <laughs> make this list. When you put this list together and you're talking about all these quarterbacks, why shouldn't he be in that top three? He's, he is executing that same offense the same way Josh Allen is for his bills. And the same way uh, Andy Reid has Patrick Mahomes. He's doing the same thing. Nobody can come out of office and be – as efficient as he is in that offense. Because I just look how that. long it took for Lamar Jackson to really get talked now. about the way that Lamar – it took for – I mean, they said he was going to be a receiver. Yeah. He couldn't play the quarterback. That was always, always, that was always crazy. crazy. That was always but it's, crazy. It's always been that – yeah, it was crazy, but it's always been it, yeah. that narrative around Lamar Jackson. It took him winning an MVP for people to be like, ah – all right, I guess he could play quarterback. And oh, now man. we're still talking about his contract as if he doesn't deserve a, a, a big contract. There's people who still are, are unsure if he's capable of doing that. I think it's a specific thing with quarterbacks who run the ball really well that we immediately try to figure out a way to... Hate. And I don't know if it's, <laughs> if it's hate. It's just like, it's confusing to me because it's something that everyone wants and yeah. praises with certain quarterbacks. But then when, you, when they're a true dual threat, it's all of a sudden something that's scary. Obviously, this isn't something that, that, that you want them to do for their entire career, and it's the only thing. But I think Lamar Jackson has proven that. You can be an absolutely dynamic runner and also be able to throw the ball. That's right. That's right. But that is why it's disrespectful to Jalen Hurts, because last year all they said was, we got to see it this year. We yep. want to see what he looked like in the offense this year. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Should they draft a guy? Should they? All them talks was happening out there, right? And then he comes out this year, and he's 6-0, playing at an MVP level. And now they're doing these lists, and he's still got to show y'all more. Disrespectful. <laughs> well, coming up, the Cardinals are finally getting DeAndre Hopkins back uh -oh. tonight. Hey, we'll D-Hop. You D-Hop can Sorry. pop the Cardinals back in the top of the NFC again. That's next on Speak. Hey, hey Dave, this we, get to we should ask DeMarcus Lawrence how good.
Welcome back to Speak. Time to check in on our social life. Reportedly, the Chiefs are a strong contender to land Odell. And Travis Kelsey announced that he's reworked his contract to give Kansas City some extra cap space to work with. So maybe Odell to Kansas City. James, do you like Odell to Kansas City? I don't. I, I don't like Odell mm -hmm. to Kansas City. And I'm not saying Odell is not that type of player anymore, but... I don't think a receiver is what Kansas City needs. Kansas City don't need another receiver. Kansas City is scoring points. That's not the problem, right? I think when we watched that Buffalo Bills game, the problem was Von Miller, right? They don't have edge presence coming off the edge, getting after the quarterback to where you could drop some guys in coverage and rush three, rush four. They don't have that. So for me, create some cap space and go get you a pass rusher. I don't know where the pass rusher coming from, but go find a pass rusher. You paid MVS all that money. You got a young star in Sky Moore who I'm really high on. Juju Smith's coming off his best game. Obviously, Travis Kelsey is there, but this team doesn't need another receiver. They need to go and get a pass rusher and get somebody that could go get the quarterback. So I would not like OBJ going to the Kansas City Chiefs. Where do you want to go? I would love to see OBJ go to. <laughs> Y'all know I'm gonna say the Green Bay Packers. No, but I, I mean, obviously, I think the Buffalo Bills would be phenomenal for him. You go over there. You got you got my man Diggs over there. He could come in there right now and be the number three receivers behind Diggs and Davis and get a lot of targets and a lot of opportunities, especially the way Josh moves around in the pocket and creates opportunities Shady. for him. I absolutely disagree. I think the Chiefs can use him. When you watch that offense, first of all, you, you move from Tariq Hill, mm. and then you look at the rest of the guys, right? Travis Kelsey still a beast. But the other guys, it's like Scantling, like he, he catches two, drops four. Catches three, drops six. It's like, That's it. what are we going to get? And then Juju, he had a pretty good game last, last, last week. A lot of respect. But, like, every time I see him catching the ball, it's a defender all in his lap. It's like he's surprised to catch it. That's been Juju, though. So, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it's been. I know what it is now. <laughs> and my thing is with Odell Beckham, if he could give you that same production he did with the Rams, he has a, a special gear to him, a special talent. But them other guys don't really have that. Yeah, no, you're true. So I, they, I agree he listen, has more talent than them, but he's not struggling on the offense. Brett Reese is the GM for the Chiefs. He, he picks all the best players for Andy Reid. <laughs> they get him, he making some noise. Go on, get him, Beach. I just, I'll, it's a great point. And, James, like, in a perfect world, yes, put a pass rusher on the Chiefs. Maybe maybe call Carolina about Brian Burns. Mm. They're, they, maybe they mm. have a fire sale. But my point is there's not a pass rusher of Odell Beckham. Like, there's not an Odell Beckham pass rusher sitting out there waiting to join somebody. That's my point. So, kudos to the Chiefs. That's at the right price. That's what I was talking about with the Packers earlier. Like, the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes, and they're always looking for ways to get better, which I admire the hell out of. Talk to the Packers right it, now. Hey, Green Bay, <laughs> having an MVP quarterback doesn't mean you can't try to help him out. See, I think Way it's, to go, too, Kansas I think City. it's too little too late. Obviously, you, you, know, you, you would like you to see Odell with the yeah. Packers, but I think he would be better with the Bills or the Chiefs because what made Odell work with the Rams was he didn't have to be the volume guy. He didn't have to be the number one guy. True. You had other options, and Odell was able to shine in yeah. moments, so That's you didn't true. rely on him. There was no pressure on him, and he was able to do what he does at a different level. So I think he would need to go to a place like Buffalo or Kansas City in order to get the production that you got from him with the Rams. Let's move on to another big name receiver. DeAndre Hopkins makes his return tonight. The Cardinals host the beat up Saints. Hopkins missed the first six weeks of the season on suspension for violating the league's performance, performance enhancing drug policy. Cardinals are two and four and are favored by two and a half points tonight, according to the Fox Bet Sportsbook. So, obviously, Arizona has been struggling, uh, but can D Hop help Arizona bit. turn it around or too little, too late? You know, D Hop 
he a heck of a player. But right now, the Arizona Cardinals is in trouble. They are not a good football team, right? They're not playing good on the defensive side of the ball. They're not playing good on the offensive side of the ball. And they're definitely not coaching well, right? This team is not playing. So I don't think this is an instance to where one player is just going to come and fix all of this. DeAndre Hopkins is not going to come into this offense tonight and they're going to score 35 points. I don't think that's going to happen, right? I think Cliff is struggling calling plays. I don't, I don't think the impact of Hopkins is going to change any of that. And they can't really stop people on the defensive side of the ball. This Arizona Cardinals team is in trouble, and I don't see D-Hop coming to save the day at all. They need what they need to do. The best they look was when they played in Las Vegas and came back from that and they went in no huddle mode and they gave the ball to Kyler Murray. And Kyler Murray got them into all the right plays and took it from Cliff and they went up and down the field and scored points and came back on the Las Vegas Raiders and won. Give the ball to Kyler. Well, Shady, you have some opinions about (laughs) what's going on. Oh, (laughs) yeah. You have some opinions about Kyler Murray, but... You know, D-Hop is a great player. Yes, he is. Does he, does he change things? Does he change your view on Arizona? Um, I think, I think little man's best games, <laughs> little man is Kyler Murray. Little man's best games is with when, when D-Hop is playing, right? Now, only thing, my question is, I got to be honest here, <laughs> when you get popped for performance enhancement drugs, I don't know what it's going to be. Is it going to be the same D-Hop we know? Now, was that guy who had the enhancement drugs, he was killing people, catching passes, you know? Or it ain't because of that. Well, hold on, let me finish. When guys, listen, this is what I do know. When guys get popped, right, for enhancing, enhancing um, drugs, yeah. and they come back, they get hurt a lot, they're not the same. I play with players like that. I know players like that. You know players like that. Yeah. So all I'm saying is, we don't know what we're getting. Are we getting the, the D-hop that was juicing or not juicing? That's the truth. No, it's the truth. Listen, listen, I'm the, I, I'm, my, my thing, listen, first of all, I love D-hop's game. Yeah. But I'm keeping it real. I play with guys, play with them and play with against them. We're like, wow, on tape, oh, my God, this dude is unbelievable. I'm with you. When they get off the juice and they get popped and they got to wait for six, seven, what, six, seven games, and they come back, I'm like, oh, that the same dude? Who, who's wearing his number? <laughs> so I'm just saying, if he comes back, the player that we remember, if he could do the same thing off the drugs like he, he was on the drugs, the I think he could help him out. Offensively, he help him out. Yeah. Dave? My thing is just like, uh, quick, real quick, tell me who you feel good about in the NFC West. Is it the Rams that – the Rams are asking fans to play offensive line at this point. Uh, and like they're, you want to play? They, I don't. Look at me. <laughs> no, no, say they, they say that. You want to play? Even, like, like the, the Rams aren't going anywhere until their offensive line looks better. It, it is a mess. And I watched it firsthand a couple weeks ago against the Cowboys. Then you got the Niners, who, like, their injury report all of a sudden is a mile it's long. Bad. It, and, and it's not a knock on those teams, but, like, those are the types of things that you can't overcome. Arizona looks awful, to your point. Like, they are not having a good season, but – DeAndre Hopkins, when he's healthy, I, I'm gonna, he's the type of player that I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say, I think he's going to be good. Drugs don't matter. I, like I said, he okay. is the type of player that I will give the benefit of the doubt to. Okay. Same thing that I do with Aaron Rodgers. Don't matter. Like, hey, DeAndre you. Hopkins, you're the man. He can help them in the sense that that division is weak. They're only a game out of first place right now, which is a crazy thing to say. Do I think that he can make the Arizona Cardinals magically a good team? Not really, but you don't have to be maybe to win that division. Well... I can't say I totally disagree with Shady because it is a position that requires a lot of athleticism and a lot of speed and, yeah. you know, all that. He's, and, he's you know, 30, I I, I'm not as offended by the uh, the, the action as, as, as Shady is. Um, <laughs> no, just to keep it real. You know, we have this baseball conversation all the time. So, right. you know, but I will say, though, the numbers point to if we get the same version of D-Hop back, 
the numbers point to it, the offense is going to change. Kyler Murray with and without DeAndre Hopkins is it's a totally different player. The numbers show it. He's 16 and 10 with him, 8, 18 and 1 without him. You can go down wow. all of the numbers. It is a drastic change on the offensive side of the ball. Having a weapon like D Hop out there changes things, especially for a young player like Kyler Murray, who, as we know, can get out of the pocket and, and wants to make plays, and you have a playmaker like Hopkins on the field, it is a different offense. Hopkins is the perfect receiver for that, like, playground style of ball. Yes. Because he Jaloumi. can freelance. And it shows. The numbers, and it. the numbers reflect that. So if he is back at, a, at whatever version he was before, yeah. or even close to that, for right. that matter, I do think they're gonna, it's going to change. I still, for some reason, just cannot believe that Arizona is as bad as they've looked. I have to somewhat account for the fact that Diop hasn't been out there. I appreciate how you keep riding with them, though, because like every I week know, you're they, like, they better oh. not make me liars tonight." Because I'm saying, nobody you're playing using for the your eyeball tonight. test, though. You, you see eyeball, how special I Hopkins told him that was. Eyeball test. You seen how special Hopkins was before he got out of there? It's an eyeball test, right? So you got to believe he's gonna come in there and help. But it's much more problems than just at that receiver. That's my. <laughs> That's thing. why he can, he can help out. Though. He can help out. He can help me. He's a special player. He gonna help. I watched how like when he was playing, right? Clean or not clean. When he would throw it to him deep, he would come down with it. Yeah, 100%. It's 80-20 for him. They say he's, he's down there somewhere and it's throw it up. So that can help him out. I think it can help that team out. It's just not going to help a bunch of the other problems on that roster. Well, sco- well, 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 well sco- helps scoring, scoring sure. helps out. Like, hey, scoring's bad. They're defense. a game out of first place. If they win well, against yeah, the Saints that's, tonight, that's the point. It's not so much that I think that he makes them a Super Bowl contender or that he changes the, you know, whatever right. the season right. was going to be on on the high ends for them. Like, I don't think that is the, is a game changer. They're just not going to be as bad as we looked, yeah. as they've looked, and that might end up, you know, saving some people's jobs. Also, <laughs> coming up, Dak is back. The Cowboys signal caller practicing this week and plans to play Sunday. So what does Zach have to prove in his return? We will answer that next on Speak. Zach attack. Welcome back to Speak. So we all saw Tom Brady speaking his mind to the offensive line on the bench during Sunday's loss to the Steelers. So we have our thoughts, but here's one of Brady's linemen and what he had to say on that interaction. Robert Hainsey, speak up. I love that from him. I know we all love that from him. It might look weird on TV, but that's football, and that's a, it's a team sport, and that's what you want from great teammates and great leaders, and he's the best there is. All right, so I didn't play in the NFL, but I played some sports, and I don't like getting yelled at my, by my coach. I don't like all that yelling, yelling stuff. All right, just tell me what I'm doing wrong. You can be forceful. Just tell me what I'm doing wrong, and I'll do it. Let me yell that. Teammates is different though, because yeah. you're on the field, you're you're in battle with them. Shady, you played with, with right. Brady. Correct. So is this what is he saying here? Like, how is this going? Is Her- this is this because it looks worse than I it think look, it, it is. It looks wild. It looks like a grown man talking to kids, but that's not what it is. My first time hearing that when I was playing with him our championship year, he was like, let's go, guys, get your head out of your uh, go pick it up. Like he's encouraging his boys. Let's go. Let's rally behind what I'm saying. And if you know Tom Brady, you're with him the whole week. He's the most prepared. He's the he's the guy that is perfecting his craft every second he gets, and he loves every teammate. He's probably the best team that I've ever been around. Him and Mike Mike Evans. So when you know that he's a great teammate, the things he's saying it's not hurtful. He's just saying pick it up. Does he, he take, is he accountable himself? Oh man! And, and this times I watched him, we had tape. And he's like, man, I played I played terrible. I played bad with other words, right? right? But he's accountable. He's he, he makes himself accountable and his teammate. Some stuff like this you would never see out of Aaron Rodgers. 
Listen, well, no, that's not. Uh, no, but, but, but I'm, I'm saying as far. I'm, no, no, but I'm, what I'm saying is no disrespect to Aaron. What I'm saying, like Aaron, they both are like super talented, but like Tom Brady has a different leadership, and he shows it. So, well, we never seen Aaron get like that. So for me, it's like, oh, my, 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 my rookie dropped the pass. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Sorry about that. I hear, I hear you throw. It was a layup. It was a layup. Had to take. Trying to throw shade at 12. That's fine. But for me, I got. I don't have a problem with Tom Brady getting on his guys, mm -hmm. right? The way I grew up, if I'm not doing my job, are we not playing at a high level? And you don't feel like I'm helping, and I'm not playing my best? Get on me. Right? That's football. That's sports, period. Get on me. The only problem I have about this is every time we turn on the TV, and I know you're in the meetings with him, Shady, and you say he is my fault and all this. He breaking tablets. He throwing his helmet. He pointing fingers. He yelling at everybody else. I have never seen Tom Brady hat his chest in a game on national TV and say, my fault. It's always looking like somebody else's fault. And for me, I'm cool. Shady's saying he he one heck of a leader. But for me, watching this on TV, not ever playing with Tom Brady, I get, it's y'all messing up, not me. Right? And that's a problem when you want to come at me and you want to yell at me 24-7 and you want to break, throw your helmets and break tablets and all that, and then come yell at me. Pat your chest first. Right? Pat well, your I chest think first. That's a, that's a very... Uh, strategic leadership style is to uh, is to always come with, you know, th this was my mistake. This right. is what I'm doing wrong. But here's what y'all are doing wrong. And uh, you have to come from a place of uh, of accomplishment too. Like you're not going to get this from you know a, a second year quarterback. Yeah, yeah, right. Let me ask you this, because you know a lot of players in the pros, right? Have you ever heard anybody say anything bad about Tom Brady, teammate? Huh? I ain't heard nobody say nothing bad about me either. Him. Okay. Have you ever heard anything bad about? Aaron. I heard I heard players come out bad about Aaron. So that's what I'm trying to tell you. It's the leadership. The, the, the media, the TV can make it seem like it's something, but that's nothing right there. The first thing you said, you never heard anything that, about that Cole. You, you never heard anything about Tom? Me either. He's such a great leader and a teammate that that's small. That's small, man. Yeah. I well, think it's always, I think it's seven chips. Everybody it's always brushing it under the rug. Yeah, you got yeah. seven of them. You got seven <laughs> chips. Don't worry about it. All right, let's get back to Dallas, where Dak Prescott is back on the practice field for the Cowboys. Hey, Dak? Rebound from their week six loss to the undefeated. Put up your Eagles. So, Cowboys. <laughs> Offensive coordinator Kellen Moore said Dak is, quote, as motivated of a person as we're ever going to meet in our life. Whoa. Ahead of the quarterback's likely return this Sunday. That's Who said that? Motivated. Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. Oh. Kellen Moore. Oh. I mean, everybody in the Cowboys organization says that, for whatever that's worth. Sorry. I didn't say they did. Well, well, don't kill me. All right, well, Dave, what does Dak need to prove, if anything, in his return? I I think we talked about this at the top of the show. I mean, he, he needs to prove that he can come in play at a high level. And, I mean, I, Shady, you don't have to if you don't want to. Okay. I'm going to give Dak a little bit of grace for the first week or two that he's back. <laughs> because because it's, a, it's a throwing hand injury. Very few people just come back and look like the guy right away. So I don't need him to play like an MVP the minute the ball kicks off against Detroit. I need him to come in, play well, make the type of throws that Cooper Rush couldn't, keep the offense moving, and win games. But in the bigger picture, like, I'm not going to sit here – and, and front like Dak Prescott can get the haters and the, and the media off his back doing anything in the regular season. Like, he could play like an MVP from Sunday until mid-January, and the collective response from everybody who doesn't wear Cowboys blue is going to be a big yawn. It's, oh, okay, when's the playoff game kickoff? You're going to score more than 17 points? You're going to slide down with the clock running out like you did last year? Like, <laughs> it's just the truth. And look, it would be amazing for my career 
if the Cowboys actually got over the hump and had some real playoff success. I would love for that to happen. But I can't lie that that is the standard that Dak Prescott is going to be judged by. So he needs to play well. They need to win games and get to the tournament. But he can't really prove anything until January. That's just how it works when you quarterback the Cowboys. So I also, I'm with you. I'm higher on Dak than most people. I was banging on the table for Dak to get paid. I think Dak does an incredible job, not just as a player, but also as a as a quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, which mm -hmm. I think is a very specific job, much different than being a quarterback for any other team in the league because the Cowboys are a unique organization. And I think he, he has the leadership skills and the personality to handle that with a lot of grace, which is not the easiest thing to do. I know I couldn't do it. But knowing how the Cowboys are, knowing the topics we've done on the show, knowing what everyone has been talking about with them, Cooper Rush did put a lot of pressure on Dak Prescott. To me, not, I don't need Dak to go out there and look spectacular, right. but he can't go lose to the Lions and <laughs> no. the Bears, and nope. then they go into a bye. That's what can't happen. Nope. Whether or not Dak is literally going to be replaced by Cooper Rush, which I don't think will happen mostly because of his paycheck, you don't want that kind of noise around the team all year. So I don't need Dak to come out and look great. I'm with you on the thumb. But he's got to come out and win this game, and he can't. they can't win – in spite of no. Dak Prescott. And that is, that is, I think, the distinction between what's happened with Cooper Rush over the past couple of weeks. And it was kind of a blessing that they lost in the way oh. that they lost to the Eagles for Dak Prescott. Shady, do you think that Dak has anything he needs to prove? I, I don't want to say prove, um, but what I need to see, I need to see an efficient Dak, right? I, I don't care about this thumb. You know, a, a, a OG told me, Brian Westbrook, he said, listen, if you hurt, don't go on that field because you don't want to put that on tape. That's so it. that's an excuse about the thumb. I don't care nothing about the thumb. If you're healthy, you go, out, you go out there and you play. If you're not healthy, then you wait and let Cooper Rush keep winning games. I need to see Dak look efficient. I need to see Dak give me more than just 134 yards, no <laughs> touchdowns, and a pick, and three points. I need to see more than that. The only thing I can remember from Dak Prescott is that game and then the game against the 49ers. Yeah. You go out there and you – Real quick, if you lose this game, right? Because you should be, you should beat the Bears with with uh, the Lions. No, 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 no. But I'm saying, they no, don't, no. I agree with you. Like, so they're, they're, the Lions are at least yeah, a Lions. Are, that's decent. a solid team. Yeah, they're all right? right. So he might lose that game. He might win the game. They should win. But if you go lose to the Bears, you can win that game with Zeke at quarterback, right? So my thing is, if you go into the bye week, 0-2, or even one and one, it's like, bro, it's, it's Dallas Cowboys. They're going to have them whispers. Man, we was doing better with, with, with Cooper the Rush. Fans, the fans might have the whispers, right? Uh, the, 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 the locker <laughs> mate next to you. This, you get in the this, shower, you, no, lead a, you go to lead it. No. Look, Dak will get the shower. No. Man, this, nah. this, this is, I'm Dak, telling you, this is Dak Prescott's team, man. And there's nothing for him to prove other than getting into the playoffs, getting your team to the playoffs, and winning some playoffs games. We've we all up. seen Dak Prescott throw for 500 yards and lose. We've seen him throw for 400 yards and lose, right? We are not going to be surprised if Dak goes out here and throws for 300 yards or three touchdowns. We're all going to look at it and say that's Dak being Dak. That's why he got $160 million, right? Mm. So, number one, you got to win the game. But – there's nothing for Dak to prove right here instead of getting in the playoffs and willing his team to victory in the playoffs. That's the only thing that Dak Prescott has to prove. Just like with Josh Allen, nobody cares about this regular season. We don't care. In the playoffs, we need to get to the Super Bowl. We need to win some playoff games. That's the same thing for Dak Prescott. That's the only thing that matters, and that's the only thing that matters to the Cowboys. Well, speaking of expectations, coming up, Another former Seahawks teammate called out Russell Wilson. And so the Broncos' mutiny is on the horizon. What were we just talking about, Shady, in Let's the locker ride. room? Let's ride. What's going to happen? Well, we'll tell you if that's Let's fair ride. or foul next on Speak.
So the Broncos have struggled offensively this season, and we've all had to watch it. Russell Wilson's four primetime performances through six weeks have definitely brought out the Boo Birds. And former teammate Michael Robinson maybe has gone the hardest to date. Let's take a listen. How can you stand up there and you know the offense looks like this? You know all these questions are out here about you and about this offense, and you just say, oh, we just need to execute better. Let's ride. We need to execute better. Let's ride. If you're a teammate in that, in that locker room, you're like, dude, be human. Please yep. call somebody out. Be upset about something. Don't just act like this is just business as usual. Really strong. Shady. It's Mike Robinson's criticism of Russell Wilson's fair or foul. It, it, it's a big foul. It's like a favorite foul, right? Um, my thing was like, first of all, slow down. Because your only championship, Russ got you. Let's, let's just get that out the way, right? Let's put some respect on that. He helped you get that. And then second of all is maybe he didn't want to adjust the media like that. I know players that don't adjust the media the same way they adjust their teammates. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't have to adjust it the way you want me to address it. I, maybe Russ is not like a, a super angry guy. He, he might be frustrated, and the way he takes out his frustration is different than the way Mike might do it or I might do it. So I, I don't like that comment because you're saying, oh, well, look human. Well, like, th maybe this is me. Right? Maybe I handle things different than you do. So I didn't like that take because everybody's different. And I don't, I don't, I'm not big on going to the media to, to talk about my teammates. Or I'm pissed off and you don't, you're not running the right routes. Or That's not for the media. That's for the, the locker room. So I, I, didn't, I wasn't feeling that. No, I agree with you about talking to the media a certain way. I mean, we want our quarterbacks to be quarterbackial. You know, go yeah. up there and say a lot, but say nothing at the same time. Yeah. Like, that's the brilliance of, of quarterbacks and right. all players, really, who know how to deal with us because we're looking for them to say something that we can run with. Mm -hmm. So I'm with you there. I think my issue with, with Russ, well, first of all, they're losing. So it, we wouldn't even be talking about this if they were winning. Right, exactly. If if you, winning fixes everything. They're losing, and we've had to watch it four times, and it's looked really bad, and he's looked really bad. But I think with Russ and the reason that I'm starting to get alarmed with so many of his former teammates coming out and playing it as you are, you both used to play, there's a, there's a bit of a code for how you talk about former teammates, That's even right. if you weren't Big necessarily cool with them. Yep. Like, there's just certain things that you don't air out publicly, not necessarily because you're trying to protect them, but it's like, okay, then we might have to go back and forth on this. So yeah. What are you going to say about me? And it's just, there's, there's a way you speak about it. So the fact that so many of his former teammates have come out has left me at the point I am now with Russ, which is I don't think we really know who Russ is. I have so many different public versions of Russ. And um, overall, overarching, I don't really care that much. I'm really more concerned about what goes on on the field. But Russ is a little bit more than just a public figure. Right. You know, he is really a, per a persona. We get a lot of Russ all yeah. the time. Yeah. And it comes from him. So I'm like, I'm cool with the original version of Russ that we got when he first came in the league. I don't need you to be cool. Right. I don't need you to be super corporate. I don't need you to be sell me something guy. I need you to be yourself. Whatever version of that is, I can respect somebody who's authentic, who doesn't necessarily mean they're cool. It doesn't necessarily mean they're trendsetters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just be yourself. And I think that, to me, is, is the continuous, continuing thread that I'm hearing from former teammates of his that he's not giving you authentic yeah. so that is what's concerning to me because that's what doesn't translate to me in a locker room he doesn't have to be mean he doesn't have to be loud he doesn't have to yell but show us the inside like be vulnerable to yeah. me yeah yeah I feel you and, and and Mike Robb is my dog but I think this is foul also strictly because you've been in the locker room with this dude mm -hmm. you've been to battles with this dude right play with him for multiple years
And he's never been that way. He's never been that way. Russ, even in Seattle, he's never come up to a press conference, Mm -hmm. rah, rah, rah. We need to do this. He's never done that. Like you said, Shady, I wasn't in the locker room with Russ, so I don't know if he grouped them together and boom, 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 this is what we got to do. But coming to the podium and talking to the media, interviews outside of off the podium, he's never been that guy. Mm -hmm. He's never been a rah-rah guy. So you're trying to tell Russ to do something that he's not. Right. And even as a teammate, being a part of a team, you're going to look at him, and if he does start rah-rah, you're going to be like, bro. That ain't you. That ain't you. You, you. We all know how to feel people and read mm-hmm. people. That's not you trying to do too much but, now. You, you know go. what I'm saying? That's an and issue. that's not going to win you over the locker room. Like, now look at bro up there talking to the media like he, like it ain't him or whatever. Like, he's doing too much. So, for me, Russ is being Russ. Right. I don't know what Russ is doing inside them doors in the meeting rooms, but when he comes up to that podium, Russ is being Russ. And none of his teammates should be trying to change him from being Russ that's who Russ is and that's the Russ we know I think joy I think you hit on it perfectly dude just because and yet like Russ has always been this way right and most quarterbacks are like Dak is who I talk about the most because I've spent a decade I covered his whole career right he can get up at the podium and and give you the canned answers better than anybody you know and he he's got he's got a commercial on every time a game goes to break that dude's got so many commercials he does all the corporate quarterback stuff but he is a real dude and a real leader in the locker room. That's like, I know, like everybody in the Cowboys organization is like in lockstep with what that guy does. And so, and Michael Robinson, all these guys know, like what the quarterback says at the podium doesn't matter. They know that. Right. But, but the fact that they're talking about it as if it matters, and the fact that there's about a dozen of them at this point, I can't even keep track of all the guys that have played with Russ who are running to throw dirt on him right now. The fact that they're talking about it means to me, that he wasn't that guy behind closed doors. He wasn't that guy when it mattered. Like, we were talking about it off, off the air. Like, Richard Sherman and Marshawn Lynch talking about how you can't get in touch with Russ. Like, two of the best players on your team yeah. got to go through somebody to talk to the quarterback of the team. That, that is a problem. And I guess I didn't answer the question. I'm sorry. I think it's fair because the guy makes $250 million. Um, and, and, and we're not talking about his personal life. Like, we're talking about him as a quarterback, the way that he leads, the way that players respond to him. Yep. It's not nice, and it's very eye-opening, the number of guys that, like, that were in the trenches with this dude who don't have nice that, things to say about him. It's very that, interesting. And that's the problem real quick. I just want to say this. It's really sad to see all these dudes, they won a championship with him, they had playoff wins with him, they went to war with him, and now he's not playing well, and all y'all want to talk bad about him. Y'all got to look yourselves in the eye. Look yourselves in the mirror, right? Because, like, think about that for a second. Like, I played with this dude. And we had all the success, and now you're not playing well. We all talking bad about you. Where I'm from, they call that hating. Well, so that's why it's that's alarming hate. to me because it, there is a bit of a code to not talk about that's it. That's so That's why I feel I'm like, it, I don't really know. Tweeting all day. It really is. Come on. It's, it's why weird. You but it, about, why you care that much about another man at that? Coming up. Sheesh. My guy Dave Hellman's NFL Power Rankings oh are up on FoxSports.com right now. So go take a look at them during this commercial break, and we'll tell you our biggest issue with Dave's list. That's next on Speak. I might hate on you, Dave. Let's go. I'm ready. Since they hate, I'm hating on you. Welcome back to Speak. Our very own Dave Hellman puts out his NFL Power Rankings weekly on VoxSports.com through six weeks. He has the undefeated Eagles at one. The Bills, no, he has them at two. That's right. The Bills are at one. You read that right. Oh, wow. You read that right. 
And the Chiefs fourth, and he has the five and one Giants rounding out the top five. So you can see the rest of the ten here. Uh, Dave, I don't know how you have the Chiefs under the Vikings. Right. Because I watched the Vikings get that work. Like, what that the, crazy the, work. The crazy okay. work. Crazy work from the Eagles. What about the Eagles, though? Why, wait, wait, real quick. Why is the undefeated, only undefeated team in the league number two? It's the eye test. Listen, bro. It's the eye test. Good luck with your writing career. You my boy. I'm a root for you. And then the Chiefs is number four behind the I'm done. I know I know he played with the GOAT Tom Brady, but right. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the way they playing football right now at bad. number 10, it's bad. they shouldn't be on this top 10 I right mean, here. To be fair, they were like third a week ago Ooh, or two weeks ago. Look, I agree with that Vikings? Vikings, though. I agree with the Vikings. Uh, the Vikings, Vikings have won games in a row. The Vikings have won. Look, he'll get it. He's got the Bills coming up in a couple weeks. No alcohol next time you write this next power ranking. The Bills have beaten the reigning Super Bowl champs and two MVPs, Patrick Mahomes and and Lamar Jackson. I don't care that the Eagles are undefeated. The Bills are a better team. They just are, and I won't apologize. Don't apologize. I, it's not that I'm not a believer. Look, I got them two. I got them number two. That's fine. That would mean they would be the number one seed in the NFC. They will survive. They'll be just fine. Good luck. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, James Jones, for hanging out with us. Amanda Watch will be back with us tomorrow. That's it for us.